Welcome to TV Told Me. This is Iday. Hey everyone, this is Kelly. And we are in the same room. Like we're looking at each other eye to eye right now. I just touched Iday. Okay, that's her. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is true. But that's how close we are. I love it. Yes, Kelly came to visit so that we could go to Lizzo. Oh my gosh. Was... Amazing. A queen. Yeah, no, that was a really good concert. We had like really good seats. Like we both agree that we're too old to be standing up the entire concert. <laughs> So we weren't in the pit where people could like, Correct. you know, be interactive with the show. We were like on the side. And so we were good with that because when we wanted to sit down, we could. And the people that were on the floor, if they stood up, like it was flat. So they could still see the top of a tall person's head. And they probably paid like three or four times what we did, but we could actually see. This is true. So, so yeah, cause I, I did sit a couple of times, but not because of Lizzo, just like during the shows. I mean, you know. Yeah. Lotto was her opening act. What were your thoughts on Lotto? Um, I I don't know if Lotto is really for me, but you know she's got a TikTok song. I'm I'm and she got that one other song that I kind of Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I'm down with it. She I think she did a good job. She had her dancers. She danced. She looked good. So there's nothing. There's no. nothing wrong with it. I just didn't know a lot of the songs. She gave a performance, which was good. Like, a really good performance. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a pretty good fit with Lizzo, I thought. So, but when Lizzo came out, I'm sorry, Lotto. I, like, forgot all about you. I forgot that even <laughs> happened. Um, fully focused. If you were able to go to a Lizzo concert, go. I mean, it was amazing to see her with the big girls. And, you know, you can watch that TV show, Lizzo. Wow. Watch out for the big girls, which oh. is really good. And there were definitely dancers from the show. So uh, that is a reality show that is legit. And you can actually see the fruits of somebody's <coughs> labor coming true. Um, so I don't know. All in all, we had a great time. We just yeah. danced and sang like every song. Exactly. So it was really good. And then um, yesterday we just like went around Dallas. Mm -hmm. So we saw like the Dallas sites. We went to the farmer's market, which I had never been to before. I love it. I've lived here my whole life. I've never. <laughs> she was like, let's go to the farmer's market. I was like, where is that located? Look, I might not be in Seattle right now, but I love a farmer's market. So let's go. And we did it. Um, and it was it was really nice. There was mm -hmm. like a lot of like cool little stands and people. And it was really cute. So I was like, oh, this is an experience. Yeah. And no. then I took her to Velvet Taco. So if you ever come to Dallas, go to Velvet Taco. If you don't know what Velvet Taco is, they have every different kind of taco they got korean taco i had an indian butter chicken taco mm -hmm. i had a shrimp and grits taco i mean how was that though i liked the grits part because it was like a little fried ball of goodness mm -hmm. no I, I liked everything about it i didn't okay maybe the <coughs> tomatoes on top were just a little bit too much for me it gave a jambalaya vibe but it still looks good mm -hmm. um i had a basically a deconstructed egg roll because it had like pork cabbage um the shredded stuff anyway it basically was a deconstructed egg roll and it was delicious and i loved it and then we had their queso with chips mm -hmm. amazing and, i mean queso is good to me you were probably like i don't know if this is top tier queso but <laughs> no it was anything good. that's melted cheese i'm here for it i love it i think that was the heartbreak of living in seattle is i would go places and ask for queso and what they would bring back 
was a tragedy <laughs> to everyone. Um, and I was like, come on, man, Tex-Mex queso, get it together. Um, so yeah, so that's the one part about being from like the Southwest or the South, you're just like, you gotta, mm. but I realized Tex-Mex is not Mexican food. It's yeah. different. Yeah. And I like Tex-Mex. Understood. Understood. Yeah. We, um, I can have Tex-Mex or Mexican food every meal here. It is that good, but you can get anything you want in Dallas and um, anything anything the only thing that we like we do a wide variety of things but the number one thing we do is eat we just go from restaurant to restaurant i love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so many options like i was overwhelmed i'm like i don't know where any of these places are i i, I there's too many choices yeah i can't pick anything so last night um i put on i was part of like a halloween show where we recreated we did we improvised the b movie um and our animal was a moose <laughs> I love this. Like, I was really, I was like, this could actually be a movie. I could see, like, a moose just tromping around, <laughs> killing campers or something like that. Like, I could see it. Yeah, so it's, like, a fun group of people, and we just recreate, like, 70s styles movies. The audience gives us, like, a suggestion. We have that weird intro person. <laughs> Like it used to be like an Elvira or the Crypt Keeper mm. from Tales from the Crypt. Mm -hmm. um, so one guy like intros it and then we like play different parts. And so it's really interesting. It was super fun to watch. I love seeing on day on stage. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was, I was going to say something else, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. Then after the show, we did Mexican food again. <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so that place was really cute, but they were ready to go, okay? Yes. Like, it was one of those things, like, do you need this cup? Do you need this napkin? And they would look at you intently. Yes. And uh, we were with my mom and my sister who, you know, they just love life and they're just like, oh, yeah, I mean, feel free to take it. Anyway, girl, what's going on? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so now it was nice. It was a good restaurant. And Kelly got to taste a Whataburger breakfast taquito. I did. And my sister told her, you did it wrong. <laughs> I did it all the way wrong. She told me to get it fully loaded. What did I get? Just basic egg, cheese, and sausage. I'm not, okay, this is the thing. My nephew worked at Whataburger in high school. Mm -hmm. I had never heard of a fully loaded taquito until he worked there. <laughs> okay. So okay, fully loaded, enough. in case people, even people from here that don't know, is where you put everything in the taquito. You do the sausage, the bacon, the potato, and the egg, and the cheese. That's a lot of food, right? Yeah. I, there's still two more days. <laughs> That's true. And, but you know what? If somebody tells you, like, something on the secret menu, maybe you should trust them and That's go for true. it. But the one thing that you didn't do, because I didn't want to add pressure to people, like, eating their food, <laughs> but it is true. If you're going to do a Whataburger taquito, you have to put the picante sauce on there, and you didn't have it. So according to Georgia, you still haven't had a Whataburger taquito. This is... I, I understand. My stomach was not really feeling the picante at the it's time. It's not spicy. I should have told you that. It's not spicy at all. Oh, okay. It's just flavorful, but it has no spice. Honestly, um, you could drink it. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> uh, maybe next podcast I'm going to talk about how I really drank picante sauce and what happened yeah. in detail. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, so um, one thing that we have done, I first off, I don't even know how this became a trend, 
But the last two nights, we've come home late and we've been like, should we watch The Watcher? At 1 a.m. Yeah. Like, that's when we should start it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We've been watching it with my mom. Let me tell you how this starts off. My mom's like, yeah, we should all watch it together. (laughs) Five minutes in. (sighs) (laughs) Pam, are you with us? No. No. She's gone. No. She wakes up whenever we make, like, oh, oh. (laughs) She's like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. We all, on Friday, we were like, all like, oh, yeah, we'll watch it together. On Saturday, we came back home. We were like, oh, should we watch, you know, episode two? We know you slept through episode one. She's like, actually, I'm done. Oh, with episode, no, I'm done with the full series. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can't leave her alone for was five like, hours because. I was like, we talked about all watching it together. She was like, yeah, well, I was here the day. So mm-hmm. I just decided mm-hmm. this is what I was going to do. I was like, okay, cool. I mean, I kind of respect it because she was not um, into the 1 a.m. viewings. Exactly. So she's like, look. If you if you all want to be on that timeline, that's not what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna go ahead and watch this straight through. I know. Um, my thoughts. I thought it was gonna be scary, mm-hmm. but it really feels like why are people doing dumb things? <laughs> exactly. Like it is scary. Like there are parts where I'm like, what? What? Like mm-hmm. because people are popping up in areas they should not pop up. No. But then the family is making choices where I'm like. Why would you make this show? Like, for all of the choices. Yeah. It it made me feel good to know that, like, it is from a true story. Like, these letters happen. This family happened. But they never actually moved into this house. They, so a lot of, this is all fiction. Yeah. Like, this is a fictionalized story. <laughs> what would have happened if they actually stayed there? And so I was like, okay, good. Because... I would be really mad at these people. Like, why are you in this house? You're getting this creepy letter <laughs> and you're just like, no, let's, um, let's double down. Let's, uh, do some redesign, some renovation. Um, we don't have any money, but let's hire security. I don't know. I would, I was just flabbergasted. It's just means that like, when I say dumb, I mean like for real dumb, like you feel creepy, you know, the, your neighbors are telling you that they're watching you. They're not the watchers, but they literally have their lawn chairs pointed towards your house so they can look <laughs> at it. The lady behind you, whose brother is a little off, mm-hmm. she's like, can he just wander around your house sometimes? Who asked that question? Exactly. He's like, other people used to let him and it was fine. I was like, who, who, I don't who know are these other people? I don't even care. I don't know you or him. And even if I Mm-mm. did, even my friends, I'm not like, feel free to wonder whenever you want without letting me know that you're in my home. Like, there's no way. Um, And then they're like, okay, we don't trust any of you, but who should install our security cameras? (laughs) They're like taking suggestions of people (laughs) who are basically stalking them for like security. They're like, oh, you know a security guy that can watch our house? Cool. You know an investigator to investigate this? Cool. I'm like, you need to go outside of this town to find support okay absolutely absolutely they already think that the police chief is shady and he's definitely acting like it and then they're like oh yeah just give us a recommendation he's like sure i got you i mean (laughs) it makes it makes no sense at all at all that's how you end up murdered and honestly i'm not gonna give away the show because i don't even know if i'm gonna continue watching it not because i'm scared like at first i was like i'm gonna be creeped out and scared just because I'm starting to get frustrated, okay? Yes. There have been things that have been done where I'm just like, okay, 
if A and B happen, C is definitely about to happen. Mm-hmm. So don't be like, let's try A again. It's not going to work for you, bro. We were watching season <clears throat> two, or season two. We were watching episode two last night, and we were, we were tired again. It's, you know, 1 a.m., coming up on 2 a.m., and then there's a scene where, like, one of the neighbors, this is a spoiler, uh, one of the neighbors is, like, found down in the basement. Oh, this is a flashback. Okay, keep me honest. We She finds one of the neighbors, like, holding her son and, like, sucking on his finger to get the blood or something. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, honestly... You gotta watch that episode because it's weird and it would be too much. And I don't even want to do but it. But after that, you and I were like, mm, it's time to go to bed. Let's shut it off. <laughs> we yeah. didn't even finish the episode. Yeah, I was just like, I, I cannot do this anymore. Either go with mystery or go with like, you know, rogue stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just it's 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 interesting. So that's not something that I will go back on. Um, I did watch um I did watch this show on Netflix Mm -hmm. called The Luckiest Girl Alive Mm -hmm. with um, Mia Kunis. And I will just say, unexpected roller coaster ride. I'm not going to give any, yeah, I'm not going to give anything away. But the whole movie, you're like, wait, what is, what happened to you? (laughs) Like, but like in a way where you're like, I'm going to keep watching this because I'm not 100% sure what happened to you. Mm. Like, she, she has these things that happen in high school. So she has flashbacks throughout. And then she'll tell you, like, I'm living a fraudulent fraudulent life. Um, and she's, like, you know, hanging out with, like, the top, you know, not even 1%, but, like, 0.05% <laughs> of the rich population. She has this mm. job at, like, the Star Magazine. And she's like, yeah, but I'm faking certain things. And you're just like, okay. And her flashbacks are extremely graphic, like, with knives and guns and you're just like wait what is what has happened to you um but it was an interesting movie but i will say it's pretty deep and so Mm. you know just be prepared there are some triggers in there um so just be prepared for that but it was i mean it was a good movie because i i did i was guessing throughout the whole thing but you know just be prepared that there are some some things some triggers in there i don't know about shows that are like um I'm like, am I guessing that the movie is not being told to me in a way that's reliable? Like, is it the movie's fault, the way that the movie is set up? Or is it actually the storyline that's like, I need to wait and try to put the pieces together? This was the storyline. Yeah. Yeah, this was definitely the storyline. And like, I thought it was set up well, because if they would have just introed it like that, I probably wouldn't have watched it. I would have been like, "Mm, no, thank you. Um, but then because they like gave it to you at the kind of towards the end, it was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yeah. But like I said, if I would have known it was that kind of movie, I might not have watched it. Yeah. But anyway, what have you watched? I have watched, um, The Patient, which is done by FX and you can watch it on Hulu and with Steve Carell. And, um, this is, this is kind of a wild show, but I kind of like it i have one more episode left and the people that i'm watching it with were like this better be a satisfying ending i don't think the three of us actually know what a satisfying ending means but we um we just need something to happen we don't need a season two 
we just need um we just need an ending we need a conclusion in some way <laughs> but steve Carell plays a therapist and he's just you know doing his therapy thing with this guy and then all of a sudden you know steve Carell is chained to the floor in you know a ranch bedroom or basement so one day he gets dressed He's like, I got a 10 o'clock or 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay, he does the 10 o'clock. Then after the 2 o'clock, he wakes up in a room and he's chained to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's he doesn't know what's going on. And um, yeah, it's, it's one of his patients. And uh, the patient thinks that they have a really good idea why this was necessary. And it's, it's definitely interesting, but we're kind of questioning like, there's no good way for me for Steve Farrell's character to, to get out of this, but it's pretty it's pretty complicated. There's like another family character of this patient that's kind of interesting. There's um, Steve Carell's like going back in his life and things that happen with his son and his family and his wife, and so you could just get to kind of know him in that way and. Because he's, you know, in this basement, he's he's not sure what's going to happen to his life. But if you like something that's kind of like a mystery and, I mean, there's definitely some graphic scenes. So, warning. But, um, I don't know. It's pretty good. And Steve Carell, like, he makes you laugh, like, when he wants you to laugh. <laughs> But, like, he's also so good at just doing drama. I guess he can do it all. He can do it. He really can do it all. I mean, I will say, though, if I'm in one of those situations, just let me go. Just, Mm. like, if you have any thoughts that I'm going to, (laughs) like, fight for my life and, like, come up with a masterful plan, Mm -hmm. I'm probably not. So just go ahead and get rid of me. Yeah. Like, but with the quickness. I don't want a slow thing. Absolutely. I just, um, I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even like it in movie form. So in real life, I would be <laughs> like, no, I'm out. I agree. If there's zombie apocalypse, like I'm ready to join the zombies <laughs> right away. I don't need to hide from them. I don't need to go. There's yeah. maybe like some vaccine or something somewhere. I don't know. That's the one thing I never get about zombie movies. I don't think I've ever watched a zombie movie all the way through, but (laughs) that's the one thing I never get. Okay, so the whole world is infected or whatever, Uh and like 90% of the world is zombies. The rest of you are fighting for your lives every night. Right. Why continue? No. If you're a zombie, you can just like roam around and, you know, hang out with your friends. You don't have to worry about what you're wearing, your clothes, and, uh... But I'm just saying, like, why are you fighting this fight every night to save your life? Because guess what's going to happen the next night? The same thing. Because Mm -hmm. 90% of the world are zombies. Mm -hmm. Like, it just feels exhausting. And, like, who's left in your 10%? You got a scientist? You got somebody that can figure this out? Even if you do, are they able to give the cure to 90% of the population? Mm -hmm. No, because there's normally, like, 20 of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're just trying to, like, build a fort so they don't get in. Yeah. And then half of you don't like each other. Absolutely. You're a ragtag team. (laughs) There's children involved. But, like, you guys can never be like, let's go to Six Flags on Friday. Or, like, let's have a nice steak dinner. Because who's ranching? Nobody. Okay? (laughs) Like, the cows are being taken over by the zombies. There's no way you can give the cows shelter. So then what are you eating? 
Well, but an important part of any zombie movie is when they go to a grocery store and then there's zombies in the aisle. I feel like that's like a part of any zombie movie. But then how long are those grocery stores going to be sustainable? They're not. So, okay. So you've made it to year five. The food is now all gone bad. Guess what? The manufacturing plants all closed down. Because the zombies are not coming together and being like, we should still manufacture foods to keep them alive. (laughs) Exactly. So at this point, yeah, your macaroni and cheese days are over. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That would be, that would be enough to end it right there. You're just growing maybe a potato and a celery. But if you're growing a potato and a celery, then somebody has to watch your back while you go garden. Exactly. You can't even garden in peace. I think during the day, the zombies aren't available. Um, I guess it depends on the movie. I haven't seen it. I honestly have not seen enough zombie movies. And like I said, I know for a fact I've never seen a zombie movie all the way through. I've seen I Am Legend to the point of where, you know, they start attacking him and his dog. And he's just by himself. And I was just like, I think I'm good. I'm going to stop this. The Walking Dead. I literally watched the first 10 minutes. Never Mm -hmm. saw it again. And now there's like, I don't know, 20 season, five spinoffs. We're still walking. We're now at a slow jog. (laughs) They have an after show to this show. And people that love it, I love that for you. I'm just saying realistically, would I want to be a part of, you know. And as somebody who believes in a heaven, I'm just like, would I stay here? Or do I just want to like, be up in the pearly gates singing some songs. True, true. But I, would, I don't know. Is zombie like the middle land? If you become a zombie? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. And I you should just end it before <laughs> you become a zombie. That's what you should do. End it before you become a zombie because then you're just becoming part of the problem. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, this is probably not a good good thing. People are like, I'm but maybe, <laughs> you know what? Maybe this is an anti-kidnapping podcast. Maybe they're like, they're not going to do anything. <laughs> Let's not kidnap them. <laughs> this is this is true. This oh my true. God. But what if somebody listens to this episode? Maybe there is a zombie apocalypse. And then they're like, who should we sacrifice? And, it's, and I'm like, not me. And they're like, we heard your podcast. <laughs> you said you would give yourself up. And then they try to push me out of the door. Mm. Guess what? I have the right to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'll go when I want to go. Okay. <laughs> but I will not be the sacrificial person. No. Yeah. We're going to use somebody else or we're all going to fight for our lives. But there's no way in hell that you're going to be like, you said you wanted to go anyway. Push me out the door. <laughs> this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> opinions expressed here are cannot be reliable. Exactly. So don't try to play this back to me in a zombie apocalypse. And also, I'm so sorry. If you are in the year 2050 and you're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, you keep fighting, okay? You fight until you just keep fighting. You just never know, okay? (laughs) I don't want this to be negative or detrimental to anybody. I want you to grow. Exactly. What if somebody finds like a random phone and then they, the only podcast that's on there is TV told me Mm -hmm. and they listen to this episode and they're like, Mm -hmm. I should really just give it up. We're saying no. They're saying keep going. Keep going. Keep, you know, getting the celery, the potatoes, finding that ragtag group of folks as you just go from one building to the other and (laughs) see if anybody's there. As you guys move across the country, there will be plenty of old macaroni and cheese that you guys can find and use just until the until the end of life. So you'll be fine. Absolutely. Because I don't believe that macaroni and cheese expires in five years. There's no way. No, it has to last forever. Plus, my thing is, 
if you're in a zombie apocalypse, you don't have to worry about stomach issues. Like, you have other things that are more important. This is true. I feel like in an apocalypse, you're no longer lactose intolerant. Like, you <laughs> kind of go with whatever's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that is our episode. Um, we are TV Told Me. You can email us at tvtoldme at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at TV Told Me. Um, you can listen to us to Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are the other things? Hmm. And probably some other things that we don't even know about, but exactly. you can always email us and you can let us know where you want to listen to us at. But we are so glad we got to come to you today in person. In person together. Are we standing in front of them? I love that. Oh my gosh, should we make office visits with a microphone? Absolutely. Yeah, the first person we would visit is Marta, though, and she would probably, she would immediately be like, please get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> I did not ask for this. Do well, not Marta. come Do not come to my place of work. <laughs> no, Marta is so sweet. She would be like, hey, guys, I love this. Do you guys want to hang out in the break room until I, like, have some a moment? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the sweet way of being like, please get the hell out. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get everything set up, Marta. We have the, the full-on microphone going. So, yeah, we'll just set up in the break room, and then you can come on in whenever. I love it. All right. Well, guys, listen, drink some water, say hello to someone, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.